So where's the um, fine wine buyer? He's not going to burst in, is he? <laughs> like he does. Bit of bursting fine wine. I guess it must be time to get on with it then, eh? G'day viewers, and welcome to Radio Hotlap, episode 159. Another one would be 160, but not yet. Um, that zany podcast that takes a light-hearted look at motor racing, national and international, emerging technologies, gadgets, and barbecues. And uh, Hardy reckons that I should open the show, so I just did. And uh, g'day Johnny, how you going? Very well, thanks JP. It's been uh, nearly a month. It has. Since we have uh, had a, a chance to, to chat. Mm. It's uh, chips in the night, they say. It is, definitely. Definitely, apart from your um, quick visit back, what, two weeks ago? You've been bloody away all the time. I have been away, and mm. uh, unfortunately not in warmer weather. <laughs> Time of the year. So what are you drinking? A little lazy Bethany Cab Shiraz from the Barossa. Very nice. I do like Bethany. 2006. Quite cheap. Oh, oh good evening, Russell Sausage. Hello, Russell. Uh, the Russell Sausage is, is a little bit um, um, bemused, perplexed, but a little bit... Well, she's a little bit something... Right, so because there was a bit of a false start on a dinner there tonight <laughs> with uh, the rice and then the, the poached the chicken, chicken fillet thigh, 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 thigh just yeah. poached gently so the fat comes off it so yeah. then it be chopped up nicely. Very good stabilising dish for the dogs. Who's now moved to her TV chair? Have you oh, yeah. There we go. We're couched out already. Very quick transition there. Um, only to find that the, uh, the, the very clever people. Uh, from one end of the uh, supermarket to the other, uh, did not deliver the uh, six thigh fillets as requested to my hand, uh, <laughs> which means that it may have been on the counter. Right. But other activities thus caused them to be missed. A quick check back through the receipt showed no untowardness. <laughs> no, no evidence no of chicken stealing. <laughs> the checkout theft. <laughs> But um, yeah, it was a bit of a, a bit of a cover up there with the uh, the old emergency square meal, uh, with uh, with the rice uh, and um, and a, and a bit of uh, chicken, a bit of chicken lube, chicken lube, lube. Rust, you've been lube. A bit of meal lube. Right. <laughs> well, you can't have all that dry rice in a square meal. That's right. It's only fair, <laughs> Rust, damn my girl. Well, she's woofed it all down. Has she inhaled it? Yeah, just about. Oh, wow. There's a few little bits of uh, dry rice hanging around the edges, but that's about <laughs> dry it. Dry rice. <laughs> <laughs> what are you having to drink? Ah, oh, the usual light cascade. Da, da, da. Oh. Yeah, driving home. What have you been up to? I haven't seen you for ages. What's happening in your world? Oh, the viewers will be up. Still asking. can't get enough iPads. Um, still can't get enough. Just basically, yeah. Not, not too much else. Life rolls on. Been busy. Been flying around the place. Lots of people do then the financial stuff, so uh, some of that's still being delivered. But uh, beyond that, uh, things are fairly good. I think there's been a huge amount of rubbish going on in uh, on uh, on the TV and about uh, media about 
press for Afro Apple, you know, like this supposed uh, issue with the antenna. And I thought I'd like to, I'd like to clarify the situation a bit for the viewers by starting off with a bit of a tech issue. Uh, And that is, of course, the supposed drop of, drop of, um, signal, signal or the drop of, um, you know, the carrier and the, the, the call when using an iPhone for in the left hand in a certain area with a certain level of signal strength and a certain carry case not being on it <laughs> and a certain greasy hand. Exactly. Look, two million of the damn things have been sold, 1.3 in the first three days. None of them are in this part of the world. No. And the, it is not widespread. So... The, and, and in fact, is being very, very. It's very, very difficult to be able to pinpoint the problem. There's no consistency to it. But it's a bit like you know, if you ever picked up a TV aerial, you know, yeah, and you put your around. hand on the end yeah. of it, and you know the signal changes. Well, your body's an antenna, yeah. and in the same way, by putting your hand on the case in this certain way, it attenuates. That is, drops or increases. Attenuation works both ways. Um, some people are different because we're all made up of water mm. predominantly and we're all in different spots of the world. Look, it, it seems it seems to be it seems to be unusual, but there's no consistency to it. Um, however, there's, there's only a handful of people who really are experiencing this. Yet the well, media Yeah, the media's the media, a huge and, and, beat up. But who is the media being driven from, JP? It's all the US. No, but the media are competitors. Mm. Of course, you've got Microsoft and Android and Nokia and RIM all getting on and going, hey, it's a piece of shit. Yeah, of course. Okay, so so naturally they're doing typical, typical, you know, over there. I'm concerned that, you know, it is negative in their energy. Uh, And and to that issue that Apple has called a press conference. They have. Friday morning in San Francisco. Yes. I heard that as I was on my way here. And to explain what's going on after having said, look, we, 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 we used a formula to calculate the signal strength and display the number of bars, but we had our formula all wrong. It, it, it sort of, I think it's backfired a little bit. Yeah, I do too, because apparently the, the same formula that was used originally on the iPhone 3G and 3GS, Where nobody you... ever experienced the same problems. So, you know. We don't have a direct line to God, and nor does anyone else. So, everyone's True. speculating, and that speculation is, is bad. But it just goes back to the This is a classic case of going back to human nature and the tall poppy syndrome. Apple, mm. we love you, great phone. Oh, it does one tiny thing wrong. Oh, let's destroy you. Yeah, yeah. Now, why does that happen? It's just, it's complete madness as far as I'm concerned. Oh, what? You know, you look at it from, from the Australian perspective, well, when the product launches here, it'll be the new revision of hardware and there won't be any problems. I'm sure it will be. So they certainly won't be letting any more out of the country to new nations unless all these issues are resolved. Mm. And we may even find that the launch over here will be delayed as a result. Who knows? Well, so be it. Exactly. But it doesn't, it, doesn't mean that it, it doesn't mean that it's a bad product. And in no. fact, I mean, here's the the American version of Choice Magazine have rated it, you know, in the high 70s out of 100 as the best smartphone on the market with a 
not recommended yeah. rating, not a don't buy, mm. over the iPhone 3GS, <laughs> which has a lower score but is recommended to buy. Yeah. yeah. So where's their rating system? <laughs> yeah, work that one out. Yeah. I mean, it is totally crazy. So, it is. But it's it's just, a, it just goes to show that there's now a new meaning to get your hand off it. I find it a very holding And of course, yeah, what, but look, you know, it's business, it's competition, and saying nothing is the is, is the is the best thing to do there. I, I prefer Apple because they just they go from one point to another. Well, they've tried to, themselves. They've tried to say nothing, but obviously it's it's been pushed that hard now that uh, they've called this press conference. So well, I think it's rightly so, just to clear the air, and I don't I don't I don't figure it's going to be a. Uh, a recall. I, I, or, I, the, you know what I'd be doing if I was at Apple, and I go, if you can exhibit the, these problems, bring it in. We'll give you a full refund. Yeah. And when the new revision hardware comes up, then we'll give you. You can get a new one because right. the majority of people aren't receiving these problems. It's not like why bring every Prius exactly. back. Yeah. We can actually check this remotely. You, you check it for yourself. If you're unhappy. Yeah come in if you're not unhappy why would you come back exactly why bother why waste your time what exactly so i think I that'll be a solution plus a software fix or something. i mean i did read a thing this morning in uh, one of the it uh, online um, magazines that basically said some guru has worked out that if apple did a recall it would cost them so many billion blah 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 based on a, an average cost of yeah, somewhere but small like change it, it's not the money it's the damage to the exactly. brand yeah. And it's the drop in market confidence. And and, mm. and then for, for me as a developer, you know, they're going, oh, well, you know, it, it can ruin our sort of, or it can damage the credibility perhaps of the apps coming down to the phone. But what's worse is that now if they're going, iPhone's got a problem. They're not yeah. distinguishing between yeah, four yeah, or exactly. three or everything. Yeah, you know, hello, yeah, yeah. Like this, I think there were like about yeah. uh, 60 million people making phone calls for the last three years. <laughs> Yeah, well, it'll, so, all, it'll all get resolved. It'll all come out in the wash. I mean, you know, how many times do you see? Well, I mean, you just bought in the Prius. I mean, you bought, look at Toyota as an example. People these days, with the demands that are on companies to produce new stuff and make it cutting edge and all the rest of the bullshit, there's going to be a screw up every now and again. Doesn't matter how big or how small, but the minute there is a screw up, there's one thing that's guaranteed, set in concrete, the media will jump on it and crucify that company relentlessly. And unfortunately, Apple's just uh, got themselves in that, in that spot at the moment. But, you know, it'll, it'll come good. Absolutely. Look, and again, it's all being speculated, you know, that that, that is actually the problem. They but, could get, just give everybody a free blade bumper to put around the iPhone well, 4G, and it'd cost them like a dollar a phone or something. I think... Let's not speculate. Let's just wait and see what, what what's what's going on there. Just talking of uh, of, of Toyota and uh, and what their recalls were. I, I was reading some figures on that because they've actually gone through ten recalls. Um, yeah, they've had a lot of uh, a lot of different ones. They've had ten recalls in the last uh, couple of years, and they don't seem to be learning. I'm just going to just looking for this stuff. Uh, well, while you're looking for that, and we're talking about recalls. There's, Here you go. Sorry. Okay. Go on. 133,000 plus Priuses 
were recalled uh, to reprogram the anti-lock braking system when that was found to be a bit too aggressive. Uh, then wire cables were held in place of the sort of spare tyres in Siena minivan found to be rusted. Uh, 53,000 plus vehicles recalled there. Consumer reports, this is the people that are bitching and moaning about the Apple stuff. Yep. Um, Alexa sport utilities were not sensitive enough with some of their, uh, their motion control or their stability control is not sensitive enough. Uh, 9,400 9, recalls. Um, and there's a whole bunch other, but you know, it's only 5 billion in, in cash. Toyota with its market cap of around about 30 billion. Interesting, a Apple at quite a bit more than that. Mm. Um, but see, Toyota, they said too, recently I think there was a Land Cruiser um, recall as well for something or the other, but if you actually looked at the figures in Australia, it was less than 2,000 vehicles or something. So it's not really going to uh, kill them. Do you think that BP should be report recalling all their petrol pumps? <laughs> I think they should be recalling all that oil that's in the sea. <laughs> But you know, how do you I get mean, well, that? that that's you know, that's another like media beat up to some extent, and you know, there's a lot of political stuff going oh, on there. Yeah, I mean, but what do you do? But I mean, the, 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 we're in this situation where we live in a world where there are more and more new products pushed out by more and more manufacturers, whether they whether the global conglomerates get bigger or smaller is relatively immaterial to the actual number of devices, cars, whatever, that are sold. And the more, you, it's law of averages. The more you sell, the more you do, the more screw-ups there's gonna be. So, you know, it's Apple, it's no big deal for, as far as I'm concerned for Apple. I mean, there's something here that the press haven't got hold, the mainstream press haven't got hold of at all, but Sony's flagged an overheating problem with 535,000 VO PCs. And there's over 30 burn cases reported in Japan where the batteries are overheating. 39 overheating cases in total. So, you know, they've got the same problem. The more they make, the more problems Great to go back to the old days of no oh and s and you can all get fucked. Yeah. <laughs> well, it would be, wouldn't it? But you can't. Black it was easier. Well, now we've got tech time out the way early. Oh, we have, but... But I've just I've got to I've got to you didn't have to finish I've that. Yeah. You got to have the last word, don't you? No, it's not tech on. Right. I've I've been up to to port on the weekend or for for a few days and yeah. caught As up in with, the with, with, with uh, yeah, yeah with uh, with my, with my brother, for Mark the photographer, and uh, Miss Briz Vegas and, and and Matilda, and I tell you, I got weirded. Weirded. I got weirded so many times. The first weirding was on the Friday. Mark was cruising up there, got away early, and said, meet me at the uh, the breakwater for lunch. And I thought, that's a good spot, because he goes, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm focused on this prawn linguine that we have had. So <laughs> it didn't have to be food that he was focused on. And it's a very good dish, and of course, so he's arrived, and Bris Vegas has arrived. And uh, we've ordered the prawn linguine, and come out, look at just as a sharer, because she had to go back to work, I said, it's just something not right about it. I just, I can't put my finger on it. Like, it's, it's, it's just not what it was, because it was just a silky great dish. And then I thought, it's fettuccine, not linguine. Ah. That doesn't work. Yeah. And I said, but this isn't, I thought, give us the menu, linguine. I said, this is not linguine. And the, the waitress, she goes, oh, you're chef from Sydney. What? What's Sydney got to do with 
<laughs> it was just you can't see what's happening here, but he's just throwing his hands up in the air and pulling a funny face. Like so, there's no like, oh well, like, and I'm going, we're not paying for that because <laughs> it's not linguini. That's right. And Mark goes, oh no, no, just 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 settle down, just it's okay. No, Mark's we'll, probably already. We'll eaten pay for it. I go, no, you 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 won't pay for it, Mark. You don't pay for anything. <laughs> I'm paying for it. Anyway, an argument ensued of of a slight. Stature. Anyway, she, she, she went off to the Sydney manager in the kitchen. Anyway, and I said, look, Mark, why don't you just keep out of it? Because I'm paying for this. Just get a job, you know? <laughs> and being an out-of-work profe- professional photographer. And there was a newspaper just lying there. Yeah. At a random, you know, two foot away. And I just went, see how much more fun it is when you stand up in the kitchen? You can actually be more expressive. <laughs> yeah, we're and standing went, in the and kitchen. And I went, yes. there was positions vacant. I said, look, there's a job. Get that. And he goes, oh. And he's picked the ad up. Yeah. And it goes, Chef wanted for the actual restaurant we were in <laughs> must know the difference between linguine and fettuccine. Oh, Bob. It did. It actually <laughs> said the difference yeah. between linguine and fettuccine. fettuccine. We've got a hard copy at Claire's place. <laughs> of which we yeah, just looked at each other. It's definitely weird. And it, I know. <laughs> that was the weird. Okay. <laughs> That's weird, Mark. But because, you know, it's just it was a, it's just a random throwout. You've got to know the difference between well done and medium rare. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. like, and it, it could have been anything. <laughs> and it was, we just going, what the hell? So did you show it to the waitress? Oh, she was busy <laughs> take with Sydney Chef. Take this back to the kitchen and show Sydney Chef <laughs> that he doesn't know the difference. Well. So did you pay for it? Yes, paid for it. But we had another, we had another bottle of wine. And oh, as, well, the afternoon, as the afternoon wore on, <laughs> as the afternoon wore on, Mark uh, plucked up the courage and uh, and said, "Right, brought the waitress over. Oh, who was the uh, Asia bride of the guy who owns it? Right, uh, the grumpy old prick that's over the other side that shouldn't be running a restaurant, but greeted elderly ladies. But us, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, go yeah. away. And um, he said, "Right, now that I've tried the meal, I'm here about the job." <laughs> I'm here for the interview. <laughs> well, as it happened, there were been a stream of young chefs moving in and out, and he went, "No, it doesn't suit me. I'm not interested." You know, so we just <laughs> cancelled it on the fly. <laughs> then we went down to Blue Water Grill on the Saturday for for lunch. We'll get to motorsport soon. Yes. <laughs> for lunch, there was a, a, a yeah. birthday party, and. And it, it's a nice spot, but it's sort of a bit, you get weirded. So Claire and I, I Claire and I turned up, and, it, and it's in a rainforesty sort of environment. And there's lizards going around, but the lizards were hiding because there were five thousand cigarette butts out in the back that hadn't been washed away from the big massive party the night before. So it was a bit of a scunge factor going on. Anyway, this girl says, said, "Oh, hello, can I help you?" you go, yeah, we're just here for a party. Like we're, we're coming to. Oh, how many will there be? Oh, we don't know, we're just here. Well, how many waters will you require? <laughs> I don't know, just... But I need to set the table! <laughs> what? I said, we just... Go away. <laughs> so she went away. And then um, it came time to eat, and so I went and said, are there any specials? And the girl says, no. There's no special. 
We've got a new menu though. I'm sure you're going to like it. But it's only on at dinner. So <laughs> just forget everything I said. <laughs> oh yeah, 10 out of 10 for that one. <laughs> at the end of the night, we've gone down to the bottle and I go, Mark, I'll grab a couple of bottles. Um, and uh, he goes, oh, Johnny, yeah, get a third one. Yeah, all right, mate, I'll get a third bottle of wine. So fine, so we can go. And the guy goes, I'm somewhere else. And Mark comes out and goes, it's 30% discount if you get six. I said, I don't want six. <laughs> and so he picks another, he comes up and I said, I didn't really want six. Mark. Yeah. And the guy behind, the guy behind, the selling the stuff, he goes, well, you don't have to go drinking your head off. <laughs> Which Mark would have said, but I want him. <laughs> and of course, the final one is the Chinese restaurant. With, I go, do you have any light soy? No, we don't have any light soy. But you must have some light soy out the back. All chefs, no, we buy it in bulk. Oh, so how does that answer relate to the question? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but do they buy bulk ordinary soy or light Ordinary, soy? very ordinary soy. You know, molasses soy. <laughs> So there was there was weirdness. Definitely. There was weirdness. extreme high levels of weirdness mm. up there and there's more. And what was the weather like up there? Well, the weather was uh, weird. That was weird too. Not as weird. It was weird actually very warm. It was warm on Friday night. Here it was gnarly. It was very nice. Alright, where do we start? Uh, snapping red bulls or backflipping red bulls? Wow. Well, yeah, because we haven't touched on the backflipping, have we? No. Well, a, but us. Doesn't really matter, does it? I mean, everybody it, it, knows it, about it, the backflipping. Nice landing, and landing got away with it. It just shows that Mark Webber's uh, fitness was very, very high. Absolutely, and nice shot of the sky. Yeah, from was, the onboard camera. It was pretty good, wasn't it? It was. <laughs> it really was. But like, I mean, how? What would he have been thinking? Ah, oh, shit! Here we go again. Well, yeah, he, you see, know, he said, "I'm worried." I'm reliving my life. He's going, yeah. yeah. But last where, time I had a roof on. That's right. And where are those pine trees? So, uh, and then moving, okay, moving on. What a what a what a screw ups there. there. What a great race though. It was a great, it was yeah, a great a good race. race. It was a fantastic race. Yeah, it was a good race, but uh, yeah, a lot of screw ups. But hey, you know, what's your take on it? Look, I bet everyone else has said something on it. You've you've got to take your hat off to the way that he bloody he and and I must have been talked to Rusty and the like. You listen to Rusty and the boys when they did their little bit of commentary at the end, and somebody said I can't remember who it was. Greg Russ. And those other two. Oh, yeah. Bairdo. Yeah, right. Bairdo. I think it was probably Bairdo who said it. And he said, you know, he was so shitty about uh, Vettel getting that nose cone yesterday. He would have gone home last night and he would have rehearsed that start in his head over and over and over. And Yeah, but it was Vettel said that he blamed his clutch. Yeah, well, but they were aggressive. He had to blame. He had to blame something, didn't they? They both weaved onto each other. Yeah. There was no love there. You could oh, see there was it. definitely no love at all. No. But hey, he got there, he got there, he got the line and away uh, he went. So, good on him. And he drove a terrific race, there's no doubt about it. Absolutely terrific. I thought Button drove a very, very good race to get back up from, what was it, 12th he started? Um, you know, he was a long way down, but uh, he pulled himself up into the, not quite onto the podium, but uh, certainly getting there. Alonso would have been very, again. But uh, no, it was, it was 
And I do like the, the I do like the layout of the track. I must admit, Silverstone with that with the new twisty slow bits in, um, because it always has been such a hugely fast circuit. Now I read something last week or a week before I can't remember when it was that said they were, and they were talking about Silverstone, and um, and funnily enough, because of the good place in um, that Rosberg got, they were talking about Kiki Rosberg held the lap record at Silverstone for 17 years and he at the time I can't remember what it was it was the 85 British Grand Prix I think or the 84 British Grand Prix um, it was yeah 17 years because his average speed around the place was just 243 something k's which is just like absolutely unreal and so yeah okay well, that's never going to be seen again but uh, to hold it for that long Kevin Rosberg who won the championship in 1982 yes. had a, a unique uh, attribute to his championship. He never won a race. Right. But he did do the very best recovery 360 degrees off the start line of one of the, I think, in Brands Hash. Yeah. Uh, and then didn't lose the lead and continued. <laughs> Unbelievable. To not win the race. Yeah. And then he would have got out of the car and uh, had a durry. Because that was the other thing that was always funny about Rosberg was, you know, they reckon that when he set that fast Maybe that's, lap, why he, that's why these sons got called Nico for Nico, <laughs> Nico as a teenager. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they reckon that, that when he set that fastest lap, it was, it was for Qual. And um, they reckon he literally stood in the pits, stubbed out his Marlborough, pulled his helmet on, jumped in the car, and then bang, he did it. And, you know... Unbelievable. Nowadays, you wouldn't see anybody doing that. Absolutely not. Townsville? Townsville. Townsville was good. Good weekend. A Jackie good race won. again. Jackie won the year. Yeah, Jackie did. Did you see the first race? I did see the first race. Yeah. He when he of... threw the lead away, he didn't throw the lead away. He just obviously, could, the car, he couldn't keep him at bay any longer, basically. That's sort of the way. It was, it's, it's one of those tracks where you can, you can put your, you appear like you're on the wrong side. Four corners back, but once you, if you keep, you know, just up yeah, the side, yeah. they're going to have you get in the right spot for them. You get yeah, in the right spot. Exactly. So it's a very tactical circuit yeah. to like yeah. position yourself. But I thought it was great. It was certainly a top weekend, uh, and the V8s were really, really good. Everybody was on it. I understood from when I spoke to him on after qualifying, um, it was his fastest in the two practice sessions, and then was on pole on Friday night, he said, look, they're, they're doing a timing change, either at giving the Holdens an advantage or, or pulling the boards down. He was, he was totally pissed from it. But it appeared not to seem to be too bad. Didn't, no, it didn't seem to be. jerked off. Didn't seem to do a lot of harm, put it that way. So and there wasn't a lot of smashing. No, there wasn't. It was fairly, uh, fairly clean overall, which was quite good. Now, I didn't see the video of the qualifying, um, top ten shootout. Yeah, uh, no, the qualifying for V8 Supercars, and I understand there was some shit fight going on there between the two Kellys and Courtney, and, and Courtney being boxed in or something. What do you know about? Oh, you mean you be before the top ten shootout? Yeah, yeah the controversy of it. Yes. Yeah. Well, there was Courtney breaking <coughs> the qualifying. There, there was definitely a bit of uh, controversy happening. Um, what do you know? Come on, tell I don't, the viewers. I don't really. I don't probably wasn't paying proper attention at that stage. Mm. I mean, I saw it, but I, 
I wouldn't, I talked to five I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't make a call on it or anything, but, to be okay, honest. Okay, so what I learned from five British Grand Prix is that um, he, he said that there's sort of a gentleman's agreement about, like, once you go out, you just, you keep to that qualifying position of, as you as you're trundling out of pit lane, you, yeah. you, you do the right thing, whereas Courtney broke ranks and da da da, da and, and went to the front. So the Kelly guys tried to go, well, no, when boxed him in so he couldn't go that right, so he couldn't him in there. There's no ruler for it, but it's a right. gentleman's agreement. Of course, you sort of, you'll get fucked. That's right. Well, and if, you're not, like, being, if you're not being a gentleman, then nah, guess, guess you're asking for it. Who cares? It's, it's, it's sports. Yeah, well. I mean, there are, it's, it's all a bit too like, soft cock stuff at the moment. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a lot of, um, what would you call it? Alice Simonson has a drive Bathurst, but we can't say who with. No, we can't. You but it's not Team Vodafone? No, it isn't. Absolutely not. Um, and it is with a previous champion. And um, But that's all we can say. That's right. Um, what was I going to say? So you've stolen my uh, train of thought now. Big break, obviously. Mm. That's, that's the big thing. It's the, the big break coming up. You know, like no more V8 supercars now till, uh, till September. It's unprecedented. Well, great. Well, we have a holiday ourselves. <laughs> well, that's well, true. That's all we've been practicing. <laughs> practicing holidays. Because we don't have to do too many shows when there's nothing happening. Mm. Viewers, we, we're going to have to pull back a little bit on the regularity of, of, uh, of the show. Which as we, the which we already are, have, in case you haven't noticed. As the winter months are upon us and, and there's not so much happening and, and, uh, and, and, and Fogues has been overseas. Yeah, well, Fogues is, uh, Fogues is still in Europe at the moment, back tomorrow. Yeah, I as like, the warmer months turn up. We'll we'll be we'll be getting back into it, and it's just it's sort of just a bit bit easier to do it. So, but we've been doing it for a while, and there's been some contemplation, and there's been some, you know, rumours out there that we might be calling it quits at five years. Five years it will be in September. It you will know, be, yeah. You can't in go September. on too long. Uh, Got to uh, keep it a good thing. You're not you're not looking as young as you used to, JP. <laughs> Nor are you, Hardy. Speaking especially with that haircut. Charlie Kovacs, this in the airport line. I had to fly Virgin. Go to Melbourne. There he was going to Townsville. I could I couldn't get a, I could not get a Qantas flight out to go to Melbourne. Yeah. Well, I could if I wanted to pay fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah, sure. Who wants to do that? That's ridiculous. Right. Ridiculous. Truly ridiculous. But you know, I mean, if you can't get a cheap flight, they'll just they just slug you ridiculous. I mean, back in the old days, I can remember going to Sydney. The old days of no LH and S, and you can all get fun. That's right, but <laughs> and you can also pay six hundred and thirty-five dollars to get to Sydney. Waterside workers, and you know, Jack Mundy, <laughs> different <laughs> prime ministers. Now there's a bit of a bit of a hoo ha over that. I'm not talking. We're not getting into that. No, we're not getting into politics. Absolutely not. I'm talking about silver foxes. Paul Vertex. <laughs> Who did? I wonder. 72 car grid I hear <coughs> for the Bathurst 12 hour now, the GT cars. I didn't know you could actually have a, a grid that long, but to further uh, investigation has shown that that's why you can run 270 cars at uh, Nürburgring, the launch because it's dictated by the length of the circuit. Uh-huh. About how much gap minimally? What they'll all 
Oh, is that the dog's having a dream? Yeah. Dogs is dreaming. <laughs> what do you reckon she's doing Shh. in that dream? She didn't get. Are you alright, Rust? Rust, Rust. No, she's too too fast asleep. Oh dear. So what were you saying? Oh, the length of the track dictates how many cars. We're still blowing. I tell you, she is the loveliest dog. Crazy. I'm going to be I'm going to be shattered when she's gone. Probably shattered. Well, you shouldn't be talking about that now. She's still got a good few years left. A few, I hope, but a bit more than that. Well, well there you go then. Well, then you shouldn't be talking about it. What about me? What about you? What about you? What about me? You should be getting ready for the big holiday. <laughs> oh, yeah, thanks. Not the lie down holiday. No, I didn't. I know you didn't mean that one. Just the big holiday. Like, don't do any more work. Just spend money on max cards and then go, <laughs> like the ad says, that's not my problem. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> the grey nomad style. <laughs> Buy something. Let me go around Australia and spend all the money suddenly. So, what else? Uh, well, we were talking. Oh, I've got some news. What's that? Well, the IndyCar series has just overnight approved that the Dallara chassis will be the chassis of choice across right. the board, um, reducing the price about forty-five percent. But they are providing complete aerodynamic freedom to all teams and use, to use different components so they can create all sorts of weird and wonderful looking cars for the premier Northern, uh, Northern American uh, Open Wheeler Racing Series. So yeah. Dallara, the Indy, uh, I think it's called the Indy Car Safety Cell. Right. But the ancillary components built out around the car the of it. Will, will allow us to have some very weird and wonderful uh, um, concoctions. So that, I reckon that could be good. I think it'd be excellent. But is the delta wing? Yeah, well, uh, well I, there is no mention of the delta wing as right. such because the sh I think delta wing was a chassis manufacturer. Yeah, it was, and it was awarded to uh, to um, it was awarded to Dallara, right. the same company that no longer produces the HRT, Hispanic Racing Teams uh, cars, I think, for, uh, for, for F1. F1, yeah. Um, no, I always doing good F1 stuff in, in sports car racing. Now, is it uh, standard wheelbase and standard track? I don't know. I don't know the fine details of it. Yeah, because that's, that's a folks thing. Well, yeah, yeah, it is, but, you know, it's an important thing to take under... Well, we don't need to take any account of that detail. We don't do detail. <laughs> Shut up. We're supposed to be doing, you know, the whole idea of this show was the two of us just having a chat about motorsport. And I'm having my chat saying, well, what do you reckon? Do you think it should be governed? I do. I think if they're going to do that, they can say, well, all right, well, you can do what you like, but this is the chassis, this is the wheelbase, and this is the track. And as long as you adhere to that, you can do what you bloody well like. Oh, I suppose it will be that. You'll, yeah. have, you'll have like certain wheel sizes. And yeah, it'll have to. It'll, be, it'll get too messy. It's up, not going to look like wacky races. Oh, why not? That'd be fun. What, with the, the house and the caboose <laughs> on the back? Yeah, you're going to have really big wheels if you have a caboose on the back. You know, exactly. Like for, for lack of aero. Yeah. 
and you're going to have Muttley in the passenger seat. Oh, got to have a Muttley. I've got something to show you, Jacob. What's that? Uh-oh. Here we go. Oh, yeah. liquid engineering. Now, you've taken... The last time we met, you yeah. took one home. Yes. What's the story? Liquid engineering, viewers. Or how did we talk about this? Mm, no. I, I think it's, it's so good it's worth I took a recap. It, I took it home and I did a, um, a this, pork... Uh, pork fillet. This is the Gravox liquid gravy pork roast pork yes. uh, sachet. Look for it near your powdered Gravox in a sort of a, a pinky purpley packet. Yep. And uh, forget all the others; they're all rubbish. Just and go there, the no, pork. it is. It's super deluxe, viewers. I did, as I say, I did a pork fillet um, and just chopped it up into little medallions, about half an inch thick. And um, pan, like that? pan fried them very gently, very similar to that, but smaller. You're about to say, well, we're going to have to do it. And, um, <laughs> well, that's a good point. Um, and with the, with the gravy on, it got the big vote from everybody, deluxe. Including so, the deluxe. blindfolded pains in the ass, the kids. Especially the blindfolded pains in the ass. The kids thought it was fantastic. So there you go. So it's a winner. So A dinner was, winner. We've called it liquid engineering, the liquid gravy. Roast pork, good old grey box. Now, have we sort of... Oh, there's on? a lunch on tomorrow. Tom is Brewer's it? in town. Right. And uh, there's a, uh, a, a, a lingerie, it's a lingerie lunch. A lingerie a lunch. A lingerie lunch um, with uh, Mark, Mike Drew and obviously Terry Little. Yeah, obviously. The, excuse me, the boss of, uh, of GT in Australia. And it's at uh, the, uh, the Kentish Arms. Right. Of which Verity is now working back at and will be oh, managing really? the deal. <laughs> what a hoot. So how long does that go for? Oh, I think you One just need to come along for a short while. Long, long pissy month. I think it's really, no, yeah, I know, but we don't want to do that. It's more of a bit of a donation. Right. Uh, 120 bucks a head. Whoa. To, um, uh, to, um, but, but I've actually found a sponsor. Oh, good. For, for us, yeah. uh, and uh, we'll be mentioning them on the next week's show because we can't pay them up front because they haven't given the cash over yet. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't but uh, yeah, there's a. Uh, we just need to go. Right. Okay. Kenny Sharms. Kenny Sharms. Kenny Sharms. And I'll tell you, they they just said have a nice time and send the bill to our accounts department. Yeah, yeah. And there's plenty of those. Yeah. So, how long's he back for? You don't know. I don't know. He might not be there. He might be doing a virtual, you know, John Laws, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, no. He might. What, via satellite from somewhere? I'm just saying, US. I'm just saying, viewers, it would be unwise, JP, for you to not be in attendance tomorrow, despite the lack of uh, communication that your email system has been... <laughs> Providing yeah. you what 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 he's no, trying no, to no, say no. here, viewers, is he told me he'd sent me the invite weeks ago, and he actually hadn't. You do, just, do you ever want a media pass to put on again? You better go. Hi, oh, Mike. How are you? Lovely <laughs> we'll work. We'll <laughs> See you tomorrow. <laughs> there you go. I knew you'd be. Uh, yeah, dear. No, I've got something else on, but no, no, perhaps piss that off. Now I've got a chip in my mouth. And we can make sure that very, very will make sure we get the best night. Now, what's happening in sports car land? I don't know, what? What's your smelly mate doing overseas? <laughs> well, 
You've usually got all the scoop on that. You've said there's nothing about it. No, there's, there's Porto Mayo. I assume British GT this weekend and then Porto Mayo, like the next round of LMS. Now, I'll tell you what else. This, I know it's this weekend, I believe. Um, um, Did you know... What? That if your partner has a taste for alcohol... Mm. That it's more than 50% likely that you will also turn into a booze hound? No. So, I didn't know that. so the statistics say. Is that right? Ooh. Yeah. There you go. Don't drink your head off. Good job I only drink light then, isn't it? <laughs> There's a ton of Super League formula. Oh, Super League formula. Oh. Super League formula. They're halfway through the season, and I think this weekend they're in Zandvoort. But I'll tell you what, that's really taken off this year. There's, uh, there's a huge number of races. We haven't touched on it much since uh, International Paulie uh, went well, back to the States. Well, off, isn't it? And, uh, <laughs> well, the demise of A1GP may have given rise to it. I think that's probably part of it, but it's, uh, I'm still getting all the press releases and the, and the photographs and, and the media access to the website and whatnot, and there's a bloody lot happening, and it looks like some really good, close racing. Those cars have uh, come a long way in three years. And uh, I reckon that uh, if you were in Europe, um, it'd be definitely a series to go and have, have a good look at. A good hard look at. Exactly. Speaking of having a good hard look at, look, I have to say, you know, credit where credit's due. Um, International's gone back uh, to um, Atlanta. And yep. uh, last weekend they were racing the uh, Le Mans series, uh, the High Croft, yes. uh, at uh, Salt Lake City, Utah, very Utah. elevated. Utah, very very elevated track. Very very elevated track, but very very flat too. I think it's because of the desert four hundred or whatever, something yep. like that. Um, can't get a drink anywhere. Uh, lots of Mormons, and, but they won <laughs> it from pole. They did, but and, they, uh, they weren't. David Bradman, Simon, and apparently they had yeah. the speed, yeah. the speed around yeah. the corners. They had the yeah. they had the Le Mans. Hey, 24 aero on, apparently, the high speed aero, that gives them um, less downforce in the corners, but uh, a lot more straight line speed, even though they're still way slower than the LMP1 cars. Um, but yeah, they got it. Uh, they were very, very nimble, apparently, through all the corners and everything. And even though they were down on power, so that off the line, apparently, I think Brabs fell to about third or fourth. Um, but they had a couple of really good pit stops that pulled them back up, and uh, just great driving. So uh, good for them. Good for them. I mean, there's the Lime Rocks next. You know, when you when you analyse it, there's not a lot of there's not a lot of competition in ALS at that level compared to Le Mans. I mean, uh, I'm surprised how poorly they the Highcraft team did. But then again, it's. Yeah, long way. Event they'd never attended before. You know, lots of things were going against them. Yeah, just, no doubt about just it. Doesn't doesn't look so good to me. The GT two is is the class to be. That's that's the, that's the category that's the toughest for the future. Well, that's it. It is. Me. I think we're just about done. Oh, look, it's nearly an hour again. Gee, isn't it amazing how we can manage that? Forty-three Always. minutes. How many? Three. What? Three minutes. Forty-three minutes. 40, oh, 43, oh, that's not nearly an hour. It's nearly three quarters of an hour. It's nearly an hour if you're doing well, media. Yeah, people are going, look, bloody, they haven't been on for a month and all we get is 45 minutes. Can you believe that? 
bloody hell. Tell oh, JP, you were saying you brought this great book over you wanted to show me um, about cooking roasts. But yeah, we have a book. Yeah, yeah. So, you, you should, you, well, there's heaps of stuff in here that you'd really like, I'm sure. But uh, Oh, I like the fact stuff. that it actually shows you, or rather it, it suggests, for like from the beginning of the week, like what day is what day. And I, okay, I love that. Look, Monday's roast beef, yeah. Tuesday veal, uh, uh, chicken and game on Wednesday tonight. Roast pork, mate, we can't go out. We can't. We've got the pork there again. It's another another night in. Well, that's that's amazing. Well, what do you think they'll be able to do? Have roast pork well, on the Tour de France? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Gravel rash, salad. <laughs> yeah, definitely salad. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's it's great because it's got these like this is the Monday roast beef page, and you've got like um, preparation times and and. Uh, different times the written down and for argument's sake you've got um, poached beef roast roast fillet of beef with mushrooms en cru and that's in the 45 minute section and then in the 30 minute section roast beef with fleury wine fleury no fleury from down here look that's, you know well, you, 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 it's very uh, blue though in those time frames I have to say yeah, yeah blue but that's as my mother said you can add the salt but you can't take it away but uh, I, I like the way that the, all the types of meats have given you four options about providing sauces. And personally, my favourite is the the Bordelais sauce, you know, from the Bordelais children. Yes. <laughs> Shut up. Peel You're off sorry. finely chopped. Peel and finely chopped 400. Cook the onions 500 ml in good red wine over medium heat. See, Allow to reduce until it thickens. Yes, don't cook anything you wouldn't drink. That's right. Or feed to someone else. Add the onion, wine mixture to the roasting dish. Add 550 grams of war butter, stir well until uh, it's combined, seasoned with uh, S&P. Um, Bernays is good, that's a hard one to do. You, mm. You've got to be on it to do Bernays. Yeah, no, Bernays is a pain. And you know, some interesting stuff like with, with the pork, I've been doing some pork ribs, JP, and asparagus and smoky bacon for me has really been working. What I do is I grab a bunch of green asparagus um, and then as I, 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 I basically boil them quickly in, and then blanch them in some salted water. Yeah. Um, and then pull them out and get them under the icy water. Put them into a bit of a, a bucket of ice or something like that. Depends how much you got. Yeah. If you got that many, put it in a bucket. If you've got a few, just put it in a small object. <laughs> but you might have a large piece of pork or jug. Joe, Joe, that's right. Uh, cut them into roll them in a, in a slice of the bacon, and then um, after you've cooked the pork for an hour, just arrange the arrange the asparagus and the bacon around the edge of the pork in the oven because it'll pick up the flavours of the pork and um, and and have a little bit of minute, minute, bit of Mr. Crispy, and then don't mess with all the oil in there. Liquid engineering, yes, strikes fire. again. Must have Kiflers. Kiflis? With the black sea Always salt. Always Because you can hear the crunch. Of the black sea salt. Viewers. Yep. That's good stuff, though. Time to say goodnight. Probably is. We should probably uh, get this meal happening then. Bit early. It is, but that's alright. means I get home early. <laughs> Ciao for now. Goodnight, viewers. <laughs>